on Racing HQ, the latest racing news with Chris Roots from the Sydney Morning Herald. Time to get to the latest news with Chris Roots from the Sydney Morning Herald. Good morning, Chris. Hey, Dave. How are you? Very good, mate. Uh, now, a lot of news yesterday about uh, Storm Boy, and I see on social media, locked and loaded for Coolmore. Yep, locked and loaded for Coolmore, but will stay in the same colours as a two-year-old. That's part of the deal, so the Cunninghams keep the colours and have to give Jim Clark, the bloodstock agent, an absolutely huge rap here. He, he had a... He had a he had a gold nugget to work with, but he's got every every cent out of out of the horse, and he ran the ran the process for it to be sold. There's a lot of kickers on this deal. The um the upfront payment was around twenty million, but golden slippers, sires, champagnes, even three year old races will result in extra money going to the owners, which would could take the deal to a world record amount, Australian record amount of about sixty million. So. Um, if you get a good one, you can get it, you can get your money back very quickly. Well, yeah, yeah look, he looks one uh, right out of the box. So that is interesting, obviously, that uh, he will race in those Cunningham colours um, because we have seen in the past these horses go straight into the Coolmore colours. It looks like they will be represented in those colours, though, uh, with Switzerland uh, in the race, if Switzerland obviously goes that way and, and is locked in for a, uh, a golden slipper, Chris. Yeah, so that's their Colts Syndicate. Now, this is separate, this this um, purchase. So to be clear on this, it's the Colts Syndicate's the one that goes to the yearling sales and pays the millions of dollars for the horses that they set up really well. Like the first year they did it when they bought Home Affairs, no one actually knew that Coolmore and Chris Waller were working in concert, really. And it, it sort of comes a bit of a shock to, for, for the for the first, first, couple of, first couple of days and then people worked out what was going on. So... They've been very strategic with that. This this deal includes some of the bigger names in Australian bloodstock. If you think of people who buy shares in stallions, a lot of them have invested in this bloke, and you can see why he's the best Magic Millions winner we have seen in the history of the race. He's done, he he's unbeaten, he's untapped, and realistically, you'd think he's going to only get better as a three-year-old. And what about Justify? He's had the he had the best two-year-old cold in Europe, the best two-year-old filly in Europe. He's had the best two-year-old filly in the US. The, the, the list just keeps going on. He's had the best two-year-old filly last season here. He's just turned in, he's turning out horses that run from the start and we haven't got to see them really as three-year-olds yet. So that's that's going to be, be what we'll see and whether this means that Justify might not come back and Stormboy takes his, takes his mantle here and keeps the bloodline going. Mm. Uh, I guess one uh, interesting yarn, and it'll be, uh, I guess it'll develop over the the next couple of weeks. Is the um, who's going to be riding all these horses, Chris? Because we've got Tim Clark, who I spoke with yesterday. He sort of uh, will sit down uh, with Ty England, and they will, you know, discuss their their rides. He obviously wants to stick with Lady of Camelot, so he's going to be hopefully, you know, well, he'll definitely be riding a Waterhouse spot runner. Uh, you've got obviously this bloke. Now that there's new ownership, will it be Anima Hieronymus that does the steering or will there be another jockey? Will we see international jockeys be flown in? That's going to be a little sub-story, isn't it? Yeah, I think you'll find with Coolmore, they, they tend to have the, the jockeys they use and if you own 70% of a horse and you pay $20 million for it, I think you, you want your, your jockey on it. So I think you'll we'll possibly see a jockey change and say James McDonald will be in the box seat there. He, 
He rides a lot for them. He's got Switzerland as well. These horses will never meet until the Golden Slipper, Switzerland and Stormboy. It'll be Skyline for Stormboy, um, Tobman for Switzerland. So James can ride them in both. And then, he, then if they're both still winning, he'll have the um, he'll have the first option. And then I think you'll see um, Ryan Moore be very keen to come back over after what happened last year. He he come over. He had a had a, a couple of days in Sydney and went home with about half a million Aussie. Mm, yeah, that, I guess that's what I was thinking. It will be interesting to see whether James is on uh, what horse. I think that, it comes James down. I think it comes down, Dave. I think it comes down to both of them getting to the place where everyone thinks they, they their talent should take them to the Golden Slipper. And if they're both there, I think I think you'll see. I think there'll be a ticket for Ryan Moore to be out here to be riding one of them. Yeah. Okay. And obviously, too, then we've got uh, other jockeys. You know, that'll start to do. Their positioning uh, to to get their slipper rides. Uh, it's all it's it's something that we always talk about, isn't it? That is um, you know. And I had a great chat on Monday's experts with Cheers Brian Haskins. You know the the way in which you've got to be ahead of the game, so to speak, to try and book your jockey in. Yeah, and and it's it's a hit and miss miss thing. You asked James McDonald about the last two golden slippers. He he. Um, he he was on stay inside, got off it to ride home affairs and watched it race all day from him. And then they made a choice two weeks out to ride Cylinder after his Todman Todman win, and they, um, they he then watched um, Shinzo run away from him. So you know, they, James would be very keen to get another Golden Slipper on his thing because it's left a bit of bit of taste in his mouth for the last couple of years. On jockeys, Nashville Ruler has decided to ride. Think about it. Um, think it over. Sorry. Always get those two mixed up. And Bullnose Nachos here next week. So Blake Shin's gone on the private eye in the Lightning. Yes. Uh, and obviously, too, Nash, it looks like Espionage could be one of his horses for the Golden Slipper. Yeah, I think I think he, he he's um, he's been riding a, a lot in all its trials. Like They've all got their sort of horses there. If you go back and you have a look at what what, what they've ridden at Gaze, and there's, there's three riders there who are the mainstays. It's Regan Bayless. Tim Clark and Adam Hieronymus, they're, they're the mainstays. They will all be riding a horse, provided they're not injured or suspended, they'll all be riding one of the um, Tulloch Lodge horses in the Golden Slipper. And I think Tulloch Lodge could have up to five or six in it. So they're going to need to to lock in jockeys. And that's just as important as getting the horse to the race because you need to know that you've got the right man doing the job, steering. Of course, Espionage, $15 currently. We haven't seen uh, him since that win in the Breeders' Plate. He beat Straight Charge and Prost on that occasion, and he has had two I think trials he, I think he shorted, since then. I think he shortened after the trial on Monday, Dave. So, yes. You know, he, was, he was quickly found there. Yeah, Stormboy, $3. Switzerland, $8. Lady of Camelot, 9 Shangri-La Express, 9 Espionage, 13 High Octane. At seventeen dollars, we're chatting with Chris Roots this morning. Chris, what about this English Millennium, which is on Saturday? Yeah, it's sort of a forgotten race, isn't it? For two million dollars, it's um, you know, I think people are looking at other other options with their horses and things like that. They don't, it doesn't get the credence of the of the Magic Millions, but it's it's equally almost prize money. And the other thing with it, if you win on Saturday, you get a you get you get money paid into your Golden Slipper account, so um, it's it's paid as a a normal Sydney Saturday race, but you get something in where the Magic Millions you don't take um, forward any of the prize money from it. So the winner takes forward prize money from this. Thought Fully Lit was really good first up. Um, the form 
the form didn't really stand up yesterday, but you know, it's he looks he looks the one. Reggie Bayless will have to be on his game from seventeen to get him across and um, be a, be an interesting interesting study to see what happens in this race. But it has produced in the past really good winners. You only have to think about last year with learning to fly and profiteer one of them as well. So you know, there's been some nice horses with it, and they always seem to become to load up in the slipper betting. So if you like one in it, and your horses are at a big price in the slipper, probably have a couple of shekels on it in the slipper. Uh, before we let you go, mate, um, obviously away from the two-year-olds, a good race tomorrow, the Eskimo Prince. Uh, we hear from um, Gary Portelli talking about NCAP, mate. We get to see Griff back, Tom Kitten, and uh, Macarena down the bottom, which Gary alluded to in the interview. He said, oh, this filly's pretty pretty good, and a uh, sense of timing with her too. So it'd be great to see her back at the races with Tim Clark on board. Yeah, interesting there, the, the way the Hawks love to... When they have a 1,200-metre horse first off, they love to have a trial early in the week just to top them off. Top them off. And it, um, it was just your typical Hawks trial going into it. I thought Moravia was, um, is a forgotten horse there. It's not forgotten the betting. It's favourite. You, you, you didn't mention it. It, was, um, it. it went through and was touched, touched off in all those 1,200-metre races early in the spring. And he looks, looks like he's come back as well. So he'd be very, I think he'll be very hard to beat. Yeah, that to market is open uh, for, of course, the Eskimo Print. It's race six on the card. Uh, so you've got your current favourite, uh, Calibus, at four eighty. Griff at five dollars. Moravia at five. Tom Kitten is at six. Six dollars for Encap. Macarena seven, and seven fifty Celestial Legend. Good, uh, good horses that we're going to be talking about over the next couple of weeks, mate. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll catch you next week, Chris. See you, Dave. And um, just before I go, the Interviews have started for the Racing New South Wales board, and I think we'll have a decision on the chairman within within the next uh, fortnight. Okay. We will watch this space. Thanks, Ruta. See you, mate.